This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This Rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from superpowered menaces, the Survive This System is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Nice day out. Just that's all I'm gonna say. Got another week of gaming coming up, more or less. Thursday game, Monday game, all that. And a Friday, Saturday game. Maybe. Maybe. Probably Saturday. Anyway. Well, I'm gonna to talk today about thinking outside the box. Um just associative thinking, things like that. Things a, a game master needs. Because if you're going to be, you know, ad-libbing some of this, and, you know, there's some people say, no, I like to prep and have everything, you know, the way I want it, and no, I don't have to make stuff up. Well, that ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen because players do what players do, and you're going to have to improvise to a certain extent, if not all the way. That being said, I think it would behoove a game master to do indulge in a little wordplay, word association, some kind of things to get your brain start thinking that way. There are several ways to do it. You can find things online for like word association or things writers prompts is good. You know, they have things where you can buy cards or there's websites where they give you prompts for writers to think of things, to associate things. And that's good. Even when you're watching a TV or TV uh, or a movie or something. Now, I'm not saying you should. You should. Th- to me, you should watch a movie and then think about it afterwards, because watching a TV show or a movie shouldn't be homework. It shouldn't feel like homework. But afterwards, you can think about it. For one, one thing I like to do is use Rory's story cubes, and they're a bunch of cubes. They're six-sided cubes that you roll, and they each ha- they have like a little uh, icon or picture on here where you can free associate and put things together. It doesn't matter if it's stupid. I mean, even if you even if you have like cards or something that say, you know, you write something down in different things and such, and then just use those. But story cubes are really good because there's there's a basic. I got the basic set. But if, if you go on Google or Amazon and just type in Rory Story Cubes, they'll pop up. And they're really good for this kind of thing. It's good for writers, good for role players, good for game masters. Okay, let's, for instance, I'm going to take three of the cubes here. Here's three of them here. And I'm going to roll them and see what I get. 
Okay, your challenge is to look at these cubes, look at the pictures or however you want to do it, and try to, I don't know, make a rough, how do they, how do they connect? That's all you're doing. How do they connect? What I have is a light bulb, a question mark, and a cell phone. Okay, how do we do this? Okay, say somebody gets the idea of an elixir of life that they've invented. How are they, what are they going to do with that? They, they say they're an alchemist in some fantasy world, and they, they come up with an elixir of life prolonging. How about that? Okay, the question mark. I'm going to take the question mark. And how are they going to, who are they going to tell? How are they going to get this, this off the ground? Do they want to keep it secret? You know, there are many, many questions, because this can be, have some kind of impact to his world and the world at large. If he thinks about it, assuming he's an intelligent person, you know, and a cell phone. Okay, once again, he tells somebody, he tells his best friend. Can he trust his best friend? Is his best friend going to work for the bad guys? Is his best friend, uh, is he, uh, is he, does he have a big mouth? You know, that kind of thing. And if he does that, who's going to come after him for this? There you got a germ of an adventure idea. Right there. Let's roll this again. Roll these again. Let's here. I'm going to take three. I've got nine of them here. I'm going to take another three, and just roll them and see what happens. Whoops! One went in the box. <laughs> okay. What do we have here? We have what is that thing? Oh, okay. We have a fish, a shadow, and a magic wand. Okay. First thing I'm going to do is. A wizard who's a fisherman takes a magic wand, whips it on a fish, makes it grow to gigantic size, which is where the shadow comes in, because all of a sudden he might even, you know, and he puts he puts the fish back and whips it to a gigantic size in, with the idea of, oh my goodness, wow, wait till my friends see what I caught now, and I'm going to catch it, but the fish turns over the boat. Now you have the shadow here. And it turns out this magic wand he got off of a, demon, a demon's tail. He was a part of an adventuring group who, you know, a demon, they, they chopped the tail off a demon and he made it into a magic wand. So this thing is chaotic. This wand is chaotic. So it's going to do stuff. It turns the fish gigantic and hungry, and he's going to try and eat the boat. And adventurers see that over there, over there. Oh, my God, we got to help him, blah, 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 blah. And you've got the start of an adventure. One more time, my last three. We're going to do this again. You can see how the how my mind is start. It makes my it makes your mind work. It it puts your mind to work, in a good way. I'm saying. Okay, let's do it again. All right, what do we got? We got a rain. What looks like a rainbow? I think. Yeah, fire and a flashlight. Oh, that's easy. Okay. Say the flashlight's a torch, okay? And it's a torch. It's a, it's a, let's make it a, let's make it an opposite torch, maybe a cold light, okay? Now, the rainbow, I'm not too sure about, but we'll save that for a minute. We'll, we'll do that in a minute. Fire, fire elemental. You have a cold torch, which fire elementals hate. And you're fighting, a, your group is fighting a fire elemental. And how does a rainbow fit in? Well, it's light. And somebody casts um, 
you know, dancing lights or something like that, or color spray, cast color spray at it. Well, it turns out that this, this may or may not be true, and the monster monsters sit right up, but say say this monster is sensitive to to regular light. I'm not talking about fire, because he is light. But you've got the cold on one side and the light on the other, somebody on the light on the other, and you're going to defeat this thing. Why is it here? What's it doing down in this dungeon? Assuming it's in a dungeon, and what's there? So you can see where this is going. So it's good to train your mind like that because you're going to be in the middle of the game and they're going to do stuff like, you know, go, they zig when you, they, they zig when you want them to zag or something like that. Go to a different place. Or my favorite is they attach too much importance that you think to an NPC you just made up and you can roll these and see where it goes. I wouldn't roll them during the game. I would rule them either before the game and prep, or if you take a break or something and you need to think about this for a minute. I pull these out and go, okay, how does this how does this relate to the situation at hand? So you know, if you have that or cards or something like that that you can do to get yourself to free, the idea is to free associate. So that's what you want to do here. Anyway, that's my. That's my little diatribe, and i got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Michael, Roger, and Randy. Thank you, guys. You appreciate it. Don't forget to listen to Dan Griggs' Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard podcast. Marcy Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast. Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. Randy Nichols and those crazy guys over at Biggest Geekus. And my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.